0: Welcome to Verily Verified A podcast that brings together leaders To discuss community, culture, and politics In the hip-hop generation And now, please welcome your hosts Biz and Rich Grills
1: What's going on? It's your boy Biz Here for another episode of Verily Verified Thank you for stopping by Hope you enjoy the show, man Today Got a special guest. All my guests is special. Even though, uh, but I'ma say that because they special in their own right. They're special to me. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Somebody I got on the show that I love. It's a dear cousin of mine, man. It's his family. Um, but it's uh he not up here just because if he wasn't family, I still have him up here because I'm 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 for everything that he's doing. Um I appreciate it. You know, it's my big cousin so uh, a lot of who he is is who I am you know what I'm saying a lot that that same spirit you know this is somebody that ran with my pops you know what I'm saying this is this is that type of family but I'm not even gonna get too into it i want to intro- let him introduce himself like we normally do on the show um let him tell you who he is what he's about you know and jump on in it's my cousin <clears throat> Kenneth Chamberlain Jr. Uh, What's up, Kazo?
0: You know. Thank What's up, you for, Buzzy? Thank you, thank you for having me. Yes, you sir. You know, as I said earlier, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm Kenneth Chamberlain Jr. I tell people I'm a hero to some troublemaker to others. Yes, sir. All depends on what side of the fence you're standing on. Yes, sir. Um, I am one of the co-founders of the Westchester Coalition for Police Reform. Founded in 2012 after my father was killed in White Plains, New York, in uh, 2011. I sit on the board of the Civil Liberties Union, Lower Hudson Valley. I am also one of the co-founders of the Westchester Black Political uh, Conference. And the newly founded 100 Fathers, Black Fathers Who Care. Um, We are just launching that now, but it's it's definitely time um, that these Black Fathers... Be recognized. Um, we hear a lot about the black mothers in the fights, and they minimize uh, the work of the black father. Um, I don't know if that is intentional or not. Mm. I'm not gonna get into all the conspiracies around that. Mm. But I don't know, um, bro. I think that um, this is something that was heavy on my spirit. We um, Keep we're, going. we're getting it going, and once we get it up and running. Um, we hope for it to expand through all the states where you have 100 black fathers who care in every state, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not limited to 100.
1: Facts, you know? but at least, <laughs> but at least. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir.
0: So, I mean, other than that, you know, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah. You know, trying to stay out the way.
1: <laughs> 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 That's
0: it. Trying to stay out the way. <laughs>
1: Yo, cuzzo, I want you to, um, that's, we, I can't allow things to happen in my life when I see God's fingerprints on it so strongly, and I don't recognize, you know what I'm saying, what it's about, right, so, uh, to even let the people know, like, even how this, the meeting, how this happened, right, I, um, I hit up, uh, I hit up my cuz, and, um, checking on him you know holiday time and all of this stuff and um but i still want to drop the bug in his ear because i'm wanting to work out a way to where we could get him on the show like i'm been watching what he's doing i'm for it i you know if i could help in any way i definitely want to do that and um so it's i'm shooting it out and i'm kind of like you know i'm kind of looking further down the road Like, yeah, let me just kind of, because other situations is turning around and opening up, like, um, you know, we're going to be moving, taking this on the road more, um, you know what I'm saying, different states and stuff, and because I'm in New York, and um, I'm like, yeah, let me try to just see what, try to get a rough idea what his schedule kind of be looking at, this, that, and the third. So I, I sent him a message, and this week, I, it was a busy week for me anyway, between here, New York, North Carolina and stuff. Um, all in a matter of like five days. I'm like, I'm, um, you know what I'm saying? I just shot out the out a, of out a message and I'm watching the messages come back. It was a little while later, they start busting back in, like, yo, yo, what's good, cuzzo? Yo, how you feeling? Da, da, da Hey, yo, listen, I'm gonna be in Maryland this weekend. Yo, it's my note. And when the joints is coming in, I'm like, fool, cause <laughs> like that's where we record at. <clears throat> like I'm like, let me see if, if he available, like, you know what I'm saying, where he gonna be Yo, cuz, yo, straight to it, because, you know, we ain't going to run around like, yo, now, what it's looking like for you? Um, I want you to get you on this podcast, like, family. What up? We there. That's it. What's the time? ASAP. You know what I'm saying? It's a fact. And it was crazy how it all worked out, because I was even trying to, I'm like, damn, I want to squeeze it in on the weekend, but I got to be in North Carolina. How can I do this? But he like, well, I'm going to be there for the whole week. We record on the Tuesdays, Wednesdays anyway. So I'm like, oh yeah, okay, we going with the flow. This got nothing to do with us. Like, this got nothing to do with me. This got nothing to do. With, you know what I'm saying? It's bigger plans, but to double down on that power when you getting out the car, you like, yo, I'm on this meeting talking about a hundred black fathers, and I was, like, I said, oh yeah, we gonna have to, we gonna have to <coughs> chop it up about that and so mm-hmm. I like, cause we wasn't even like, you know, we, you know, the focus. A lot of times we we start this show with a main focus. But then, like when the people come here, we don't. It, 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 we barely even touch what the person came for, mm-hmm. and and you know what I'm saying the last year we had like three hours of footage, never even got to the subject of what I wanted to even chop. Mm-hmm. But the but the <laughs> jewels, but the you see what I'm saying that we was yeah, able to draw. Yeah. It was it was so powerful. But the point you just said about the hundred black fathers and and the struggle, I was um talking about this some. Some time ago And me I got this ability Of catching patterns Right And 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 I say It's an ability Because I feel like When other people Ain't doing it They just don't have The ability I don't want to I don't want to think People aren't doing this That people don't want to think Or don't want to know this stuff I just want (coughs) to think that Mm -hmm. They just don't have this Like right I want to give the excuse up Because These things be blatant to me And when you make the point About you don't know if it's a conspiracy. Well, it triggered me first when I believe it wasn't... I believe it was when Breonna Taylor was shot. Mm-hmm. And immediately I started seeing this this overflow of, oh man, the black woman isn't protected.
2: Mm.
1: You know... Um, you know, the black woman has to wake up in a world where she's getting shot and has to bury her kids. Then And then that was the thing because after Brianna, I'm, I seen the George Floyd. And in that video, he cries out for his mother, mm. right? And this is a natural instinct of all creatures, right? Puppies, babies, they cry for mama, right? And the second you start talking about more, right you're pitting us against each other nobody's more nobody is is treated worse than and and um nobody's more disrespected than <clears throat> because what you're doing is you're creating this 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 idea that again us black men there's no emotions there there's no feelings there that all of these all of these, like and 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 I think what hit me hard was cuz I have a son now so I said, listen man, there's no comparison to how a parent feels when they lose a child. but from a father's perspective, like let's not forget a mother's I, the job is to nurture, right? The father's job is to protect and provide, protect though, first, and provide. How do these how do people think that these fathers are feeling? when they're seeing their children be killed their children like i was watching a video the other day and the joint struck me so hard because it was a it was a it was a young man um i can't i couldn't really tell their ethnicity but the young man he had just got pulled over by the police the police is um you know and he's like they, they he's obviously whatever happened right before the video was showing he must have rolled up his window or something. He's like, "Why did you roll your window up, this cop?" He's like, "I have the right to roll up my window." Like, he's like, "Yeah, but you know, why would you roll it up now?" Okay, there's no law against rolling up your window, but you know, he's badgering him, and it's getting heated. At that moment, his father pulls up. His father's on the other side, and you know, his father's like, "Yeah, you know, he's watching what's going on," and he's like, "Yo, you know," he's like, "What's going on?" And the joint that hit me so hard was the son says, he says, "Dad." I did what you told me to do. I rolled my window. Now, right there, like, I got... I it, like, it it weighed on me because I'm like, damn, like, this father, you know what I'm saying, living in this neighborhood, like, mm-hmm. felt like he he gave his son the tools for his protection when he's not around. He's here witnessing the tools that he gave his son fail, right? And in turn, he ends up getting locked up for standing by... Yo, we are in a bad, we are in a bad place. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because we're not realizing the psychological effects this is having on men, black men everywhere. When you're growing up in a world where you feel like you cannot protect and in some cases provide for your family. You get what I'm saying? And then it's like, while this is happening, you have the audacity to create a narrative in which only our mothers are hurt. Only our mothers are destroyed when our children fall. Our little black boys. Like, it's almost like a double down on the disrespect. It it is a conspiracy. I go so far to say it because I've seen the pattern too much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing this act. That's why it's like I like, bro, like when you said this shit, it was it, it was so profound to me. Like, because I'm like, <clears throat> I've been feeling this way. Mm-hmm. I've been paying attention to the blatant uh uh um the the blatant hypocrisies that's been going on. You see what I'm saying? Where where there's accountability, like when you just when you just sit down and lock into the whole one being accountable for We're living in a world today where a black man can constantly be told what being a man is and how he does not measure up to it. But he can never open up his mouth and say the same to a woman he can never say what it is to be a woman to a woman because the first thing that he's told is, you're not a woman, that's not your place. But every time he turns around, he's <clears> being told, if you're not doing this, you're not a man. Oh, real men do this. Oh, if you can, I mean, it's going down to the point where I'm seeing women talk about, if you don't pay for their kids' food while they're being babysitted, they're not a real man. It's a constant judging. It's a constant beating down. At the same time, when you say protection and providing, you're giving that avenue to our women, whether it be through social services with the provisions and then the protection with their systems, the police and this, that, and the third. Why does she need us? Why?
2: Why does she need us? And also looking at it from the perspective of they got rid of us and created a system.
1: To, to supplement us,
2: to supplement the black man, in to America. supplement the black mm-hmm. man. Like if you look at the prison industrial, the prison industrial complex. If you look at that mass incarceration. If you look at the environment that was created for black men to do just that, protect and provide for their families, it became very turbulent, and the environment caused a lot of black men to make decisions for the. At the core of it was to protect protect, protect and provide, and provide for yeah. the family. Natural instinct beyond the, beyond what society <clears throat> would allow them to do. As long as the black man circumvented his character and the way his his swagger to the to the popular trends of essentially the people who still aim to oppress them. So Facts. you got to know how to walk that walk. Yeah, you got to know how to talk that talk. You got to know how to put on that suit. You got to know how to code switch. You got to know how—your code was never enough. Facts. The black man's code became something that was degraded. Yeah. Something that you had the the temper, something that you had to control to advance in America. Yeah. But then we see a whole bunch of black men who say, nah, nah, I'm going to keep my code and I'm going to protect and provide for my family. Mm-hmm. And then those men got attacked. Those men got attacked. And then you see— social services with the, the, the great deal and all of those types of things just getting into the history of the situation.
0: Well, see, and that that is, I mean, look, it's so many different areas you can take that. You can go as far back as the slavery and look at how they would emasculate the black male in front of yes, his wife, yes, in yes, front sir. of his children. It's the same thing that You see, some law enforcement do. Um, Like, I'm not gonna be driving in my car, and you pull me over, and you're cursing me out with my children in the car. Facts. It's not gonna happen. Facts. Okay, we're gonna have a different type of dialogue. I always say, if you respect me, I respect you. You disrespect me, I'm gonna respect you to a point. You take it past that, then whatever door you want to walk through, we gonna walk through that door together. Yes, sir. You know. So this is this is the whole problem. Right now, you see me with jeans on, with a hoodie that says justice for Kenneth Chamberlain Sr. But normally, anytime I do any type of interviews, podcasts, anything, I'm in a suit and tie. Why? Because I will not be taken seriously as a black man any other way. You know, in most media outlets, especially mainstream media. Mm -hmm. And this is why you need outlets like this to be able to come on and really have this conversation and talk about the different things that you see happening out there. But when you were talking about, you know, the protecting of your children, you know, even the protecting of our elders, Mm. you know, in in these communities, you know... For those who don't know, my father was killed by police yeah, sure. almost 10 years ago. He accidentally triggered his life aid pendant, and the end result was him being killed. Um, he was mopped, taunted, called a nigger, tasered, shot with a beanbag shotgun four times, and then shot and killed police alleging that he posed an imminent threat to life or well-being. All right? Um, the... Westchester County District Attorney at that time did not indict these officers and even when they said what about the word nigga that was used she said yes it was used but it was used as a tactic to distract my father which I never in my life ever heard. Oh man. You know so me as a man it weighed heavy on me because I knew my father battled with a lot of medical issues. And I only lived five minutes away and didn't know this was happening. And to this day, it bothers me that I could not get to 135 South Lexington in White Plains to save my father. But then some people say had you gotten there, yeah. you'd be dead because they would have killed you. Yeah. Because there's no way that you would have stood there and let them let attack you your father. Kazzy.
1: Let me tell you something real quick, brother. We gotta. You got to look at the lives you're saving now with what you're doing. You got to look at the lives you're saving now with what you're doing. And you know your father better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Would he trade his life for the lives that you're saving now? Mm-hmm. That's the type of questions you got to ask yourself because that's when we start to understand God's glory. Mm-hmm. It happens in a very dark time. But it's very bright when we start to realize. That's what you got to realize. Like, you wasn't there because you had to be here. And as hard as that shit going to be, like, because there's like, you know what I'm saying? You know, when I lost my pot, it was it was things I had to understand to be like, you know, like, how how is this good? Mm-hmm. I know it's good because everything so far has been good. How is this good, though? But you got to look at the energy that that gave you because at the end of the day every life you saved he saves your body count is his body count because right. you wouldn't be out here catching these bodies if he didn't go through what he went through
0: you right you right and it, and it is hard to look at from that perspective when you're in, in the mm-hmm. mix yeah. it, you know and then if that didn't make matters worse then a year ago a little over a year ago and you know this i lose my daughter in a car accident you know now losing my father devastated me why because my dad was like you know it's like superman to me like you know even even in his elder years you Damn. know Nobody played with my father, okay, because you knew, like, you know, it was going to be an issue. But when I lost my daughter, I can't even begin to describe the pain that I felt from losing my child. And that was in a car accident, not at the hands of law enforcement, you know, not some robbery going wrong or anything like that. That was just a car accident and it devastated me. And, you know, even when I think about it to this day, like, I miss the conversations, the FaceTime conversations we would have because she was in the Navy. So she would FaceTime me and we'd have those conversations. And like I said, I mean, it, it, it devastated me. And I say that to say that did her mother hurt more than me? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, the same pain she was feeling is Facts. the same pain that I was feeling. Facts. Because she's a part of me too. Facts. You know, so I was feeling that same pain, you know. I couldn't talk, you know, because people were like, you know, is it true? Like, even when y'all called me, yeah. you know, and you was like, yo. I said, What's going on? What's going on? Is it yeah. true? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, you know. And then looking at my other children and having to go into my room and act like I'm making a phone call yeah. because I didn't want them to see me break down. Yeah. So I closed the door, you know, and then had to get myself together. And that's something that I've been having to deal with, you know, so. Yeah, you're right. Men feel the same type of pain that the woman feels. Yes, you had her, but I helped you create her. Yeah. Okay? I helped you create this child, so I'm feeling that pain too. And fathers, there are good black fathers
1: out here. Yeah. Okay? Yeah.
0: There are good black fathers. We are out here and we care. And we want to help. And and sometimes we're not just helping our own kids. We're helping other kids Facts. too. Facts. You know? Facts. So in, in, in these situations, or let me now just backtrack and go back to like when my father was killed. I look at, when you look at society and you look at the media, they're always showing the moms who lost their children. Yeah. The moms
1: who... Coach them through basketball you know, and, and everything.
0: And my thing is, is this. I love the Mothers of the Movement. They are strong. They have no problem voicing what oh they feel. Gosh. Oh, my god. They will say it. You know, I have Mothers of the Movement surrounding me. Yeah. Why? Because it's not that many black men that stand with me. Mm. So it is the
1: Mothers of the Movement that come out and stand with That's me. That's how the Black Panther Movement went.
0: You know, and... A lot of people will say, well, what do you attribute the failure of black men getting involved in this fight? And I always say, to me, it just seems like we have a form of Stockholm syndrome. Mm. We side with our abusers. Uh You know, um, if I tell you, oh, man, Pookie just got shot down the block by, by police. Oh, I wonder what Pookie did.
1: Yeah.
0: How you know Pookie wasn't in a a graduate program? Yeah, (laughs) know How you know Pookie wasn't just on his way home, minding his business?
1: Yeah. You know? But if I tell you them niggas from such and such block ran down on Pookie, I'm ready to ride out. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to end that. Yeah. I don't even know who it is yet. I don't know nothing. I'm ready to ride out. And remove this person for killing the same dude Mm -hmm. that when he did it, I didn't even give a damn.
0: You know, so, you know. That's scary. And and when we say, this is why, you know, when we say black lives matter, you know, people want to talk about what about black people killing black people? Well, what about white people killing white people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, one is just more sensationalized than the other That's all Okay, that's all it is Alright, because, you know, when you look at most white victims Their attacker was white Yeah When you look yeah. at black victims, their attacker is black. Who's in
1: your neighborhood? Okay Like, I, I'm a criminal I ain't really, you know what I'm saying, about to really go to hop on the bus and go drive yeah. You know what I'm saying two towns over to go victimize them people. I'm a criminal. If I'm down on money anyway, I'm going to rob the people around here.
0: And, and when like, I say... That's just
1: common sense, And man. when I
0: say Black Lives Matter, don't follow up with All Lives Matter because yeah. that's divisive.
1: That's divisive. It's
0: not unifying, okay, yeah. because, yes, all lives are valuable, but everyone is not fighting to stay alive based on the color of their skin. Simple. So... You can't say all lives matter.
1: I always felt they should have said all they should have said Black Lives Matter too. I always thought that one word too that could have been added to it would have like really kind of cornered them. It would have been a checkmate to where you can't even really say all lives matter, because I'm saying black lives matter too, to highlight the fact that they've been neglected from All Lives Matter. But just another divisive technique that, you know, that's that that's used. Um, It's deep because You talking about police reform from 2011 Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying That's a new idea now That's the fad That's the, you know And if I I get scared I get scared because A lot of times You have these movements that are created And then they're hijacked They're hijacked by opportunists Capitalists Whatever And um,
0: Protest profiteers
1: Protest profiteers. (laughs) Never heard that one like that.
0: Protest profiteers. Protest profiteers. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I
1: um, and it's like I said, we not even like, bro, bro, you do this, like, and you're very humble with it because I'm, I'm over here just I want you to talk about it, but it's like I've noticed it's like pulling teeth with it, it's pulling teeth with you, but like, bro, does this like, bro is out in the fields. He's marching He's 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 not just marching The marching is Is like <laughs> It's almost symbolic of the action that he's actually doing You see what I'm saying? He's on different boards He's 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 applying pressure To get results You know what I'm saying? He's really fighting um, He really marching Yeah
2: Like a soldier marching Like back in the day I'm just thinking of like soldiers marching Yeah like it wasn't like, oh, we all about to hop in Humvees or we about to go in the airplane. I'm talking like
1: Grooling through the mud. I'm
2: talking American Revolution. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no. boots on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing I appreciate no facts. by just sharing spaces with brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, like brothers like a, a, your pedigree.
1: You know what Yeah, I'm nah, saying? the elder. An elder. For real. And um I um and I and I'm saying that because a lot of the times what we're getting because like what this show is about it's about grasping a hold of the narrative again mm-hmm. like i i can't we can't rely on them to direct us because that's what these that's what these screens do they're directors and we can't allow them to tell us who's the only people that got feet on the ground what's being done and Because what happens is they'll get the masses and the masses are just reposting, retweeting what they see on TV, things of that nature. And therefore, the protest profiteers profit the most off of those scenarios.
0: Yeah. So, 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 look, I mean, I know, you know, you just was like, listen, talk about it. Yeah. Talk about this. So, so let me tell you, you know, What I have experienced In almost a decade Of fighting to get justice For my father Thank you Okay
1: So Let me just Real quick This water we drinking Etape water It's from my bro This is his brand You know what I'm saying He got his own water out Um, Solid brother We gonna have him on the show I just wanted to you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm pretty sure I ain't even you, open mind yet. All right, we but if, open he it to, now <laughs> if he was to jump into it, yeah, these ain't just regular waters. But I wanted you to get into that, and when you, you know, what I'm saying, get a little parched, just know what you, what you, what you drinking on. It's the finest. um, my man Sean, man, um, solid dudes, my bro. We are gonna have him on the show too, um, to talk about the brand. But that's what it is, Itape. I was um I was calling the e-tape at first
0: <laughs> um,
1: Definitely My brother's from the motherland and It was funny He asked me He was like Yo how What's the exact pronunciation And as soon as he said it I heard it in my I was like Yeah It's fire though Like very good and, um, But yeah But Go ahead Break it okay. open bro
0: So Let me first say this There's a difference Between being part of a movement And following a movement mm. Because you put Hashtag Brianna Taylor, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag George Floyd, or justice for George Floyd, that doesn't mean that you are part of a movement. That means you're following a movement. That mm. means that it is trending, and you want to be part of that trend. Mm. Okay? Okay, let's and go. This is part of the problem that I have with a lot of people that are out here. You know... We say anybody's tough till it's time to do tough things, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to stop hiding the, behind this virtual love and patience to hide a vice of cowardice, because we got a lot of people out there that's just straight cowards, and mm-hmm. and I have no problem saying that, you know, or you've been bought and paid for as black leadership, mm. so you can't come out there and stand with families like mine or like yours in the event that there's some type of tragedy. Yeah. And these are the things that I've experienced. I've had clergy get upset with me because I simply said I can count the amount of black clergy that has supported me on one hand and I still got fingers left over. So mm. I said that, you know, and I didn't buckle after I said it. Facts. You know, and they're like, oh, he's attacking the clergy. No, I'm not attacking the clergy when I say that. I'm, I'm stating the, the facts. Yeah, facts. Okay. That's it. You know, I tell them, listen, a truth can be a lie told over and over again. And somebody believe it. I said, what I'm stating is a fact, and facts are concrete and measurable. Yes. Okay. So if that's not true or that's not a fact that I said, prove to me that it's not a fact. Give me more than five people. And then take offense. Okay? And then I'm man enough to say I was wrong. But I'm not. So, and I don't have the more notable activists or the more prominent activists out there in White Plains helping me. You know, I felt like I was fighting this fight alone. And I've asked them for help. And they still haven't come to White Plains to help me in almost 10 years. So, I've had to put together a blueprint myself. Mm. I had to play chess. I had to figure out how I can move this, how I can do that. How can I, how can I get this person involved? And, you know, because of the support that I got from white people, mm. this is why the movement is as strong as it is. Mm. You know, um, 85% of my support base is white. Mm. Out of the black people that support me, 90% are women,
1: not not
0: men, women. You see, so these are the types of things and issues that I deal with on a day-to-day trying to get justice for my father. You have a city in White Plains that is saying right now, after the killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, that Black Lives Matter. But you're still fighting my family in court. Mm. You're still trying to destroy... A black family. You're still putting a narrative out there that my father was this hatchet-wielding man trying to kill somebody when that wasn't the case. You were Mm. responding to a medical emergency. He said he was okay. Because you pulled into an area that's considered to have a high crime rate or low-income area, you felt like you could deal with him or treat him any way you wanted to treat him. So for 90 minutes, you... Just, it was a full-scale full attack on him. You know, so, and the end result was my father being killed. And I tell people, anything that I say is available through Freedom of Information. Don't believe me. Check it out. Look at the court transcripts and everything. And you'll see that everything that I'm telling you is factual. But this is the problem that we have, not just in White Plains, throughout this nation. Yeah. All right? People are not really standing up and speaking out the way that they're supposed to.
1: I want to say something real quick. I, um, patterns, like I was talking about. So, one of the things I noticed was we what the media chooses to draw attention to. The stories that they choose to draw attention to be the ones that give you a lot of space to say, eh, did they deserve it? Right So Even when the Brianna Taylor and the George Floyd came out They didn't come out too far apart from one another More was placed on George Than on Brianna Because George had the record Excuse me I say that because Here we have a situation to where It's one of those Like a lot of times You you, you might watch one I don't know if y'all do it I don't really watch none of the videos no more But like, you know what I'm saying? I may read the story up. I'm scrolling through my phone. And I'm judging the situation. And I'm being real with y'all. I'm judging the situation in my head. And then I'll respond out loud to myself. So I may look at something. And I'll be like, and I'm reading it. And it's like one of those Karen videos. Like, oh, Karen, she's upset that, oh, this person hit her car. And now she wants. And I'm reading it. And I'm like, well, Karen ain't really. Too wrong on that one. Like, like <laughs> I, I don't really think, you know what I'm saying? This is a caring situation. Or it may be a situation where it's a police situation and I may look at the joint and I'll be like, you know, he sh- it shouldn't have resulted in him losing his life, but damn, it could have went a little different. if, like, Right? You get that little piece. This may be when you by yourself and you give your private judgment of the situation. But then there'd be those cases where you be like, I call him the, oh, no, nah, that's fucked up. And I realize I'll apply that to blacks getting done like that, whites getting done like that. Like it be those situations that's so clear, it's so humanely disrespectful that you just go, "Oh no, nah, that's fucked up." Like, but those don't be the st- like Tamir Rice, and they just they just had they just showed that the the, the officers with the Tamir Rice case just went free, yeah, right? They were cleared. They was cleared, right? Mm-hmm. When you read, when you read that story, oh no, nah, that's fucked up. Like when you watch the video, that's fucked up. Like, I mean, the the boy is in a park and they're pulling up on him. The cop doesn't even get out the car. Correct. It's just like this is this is like this is Grand Theft Auto. Like this is a fucking game. And he's shooting a little boy in the park by himself, posing no threat to nobody, even if it was a real gun. Y'all are just pulling up on the scene. No commands given. No, and you murder this 12-year-old kid. Right in Cleveland, Ohio. In Cleveland, Ohio. And it's like, that's not what gets the notification. You know what I'm saying? That's not what gets the whole movements to even be followed or nothing. Because those are situations where the other people who be in these debates, they can't say, well, he's resisting. the." Re-. There's no argument there. For a gentleman to be at home and his life alert, just the wording in that is too aggressive. You get know what I'm saying? With, with your father's case, the wording is too aggressive. You telling me somebody hit the life alert button and lost their life? There's too much going on with that. That's too much that that, that charges the people of all colors. Because honestly, Life Alert ain't really marketed to black people. When I watch the Life Alert commercials, it's the old white lady sitting down on the floor. Mm -hmm. So now you have to really think of the the politics behind this because do we want old white women feeling like, God forbid, their button can go off and they lose their life? So there's a lot of politics that go into, you know what I'm saying? And this is just from looking at it just real quick Mm -hmm. and just knowing how these niggas move over here. It's like... We can't really talk about this one. It's too, is is this a possible lawsuit open for life alert? Is this it's too much with a George Floyd? Oh, he had drugs in the system already. He held a gun to someone's belly. Oh, we got a lot of meat there that we can judge him on and take some type of views off of the system, off of the systematic oppression that's going on.
0: See, but this is why you have to learn... And these are some of the things that I learned, like, and this is why I assist other families when they're going through these things. Like, I'll tell them, first thing, stop talking. Mm. Don't talk. No matter what they ask you, you have nothing to say right now until you have legal representation. Got you. If you're not happy with that legal representation, get rid of that legal representation. Don't keep them, you know, based on them, you know, telling you, oh, we can do this and we can do that. If you don't feel comfortable then don't deal with it. And see, these are some of the things that they don't look at. And creating or, or, or I'm not going to say creating because then that sounds like you're making it up. But your narrative is important. Facts. Okay? Because remember, Facts. when my father got killed, what did the news say? Police shoot and kill hatchet-wielding man. Mm. That's what the mm. initial report said. Mm. Police shoot and kill hatchet wielding man. Then all of a sudden he had a knife. Then he had a hatchet. Then he had both. You know? Yeah. Um so now if I say right now, police just shot and killed the hatchet wielding man, you're thinking there's somebody out here in this street with yeah. a hatchet in his hand trying I to take your head off. And I was just saved yeah. and
1: protected. Thank That's God.
0: That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Not a sixty eight year old man with a heart condition was in his home, accidentally triggered his pendant that he wore around his neck, and the end result was him being killed. After he told you he was okay and he didn't need you. You see, so I keep telling people when it comes to situations like this, it's crimes against humanity when you talk about the attack on black people and the black civilization and the black race. And I'm not saying that police officers don't have a difficult job. Facts. But your job is to diffuse a situation, not create one. That is what your job is. Simple as that. If I run a red light and you pull me over, Should not why are you me. getting out the car and cursing at me? You know, why are you doing that? You see? Um, right. instead of you know why I stopped you, sir? You ran you ran the light. Okay. I'm not gonna sit there and argue with you because I know I did that. And people have to understand, like a lot of people say, well, why didn't, if he just stayed calm, or why didn't he stay calm? Because trauma is real. Trauma's real. Trauma's real. All right? How about the fact that I get pulled over and I don't know if I'm going to die when I get pulled over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that right now. You can't, you can't. That shit is crazy. Am I about to get killed? You
1: know, it's. How would you react? If you did not know what the next five minutes would bring you. You know? If you would be here. What would your train of thinking be? How calm and how intelligent would you be able to maneuver <laughs> if you... And this is what I'm saying. These are problems. Like, I think about I'm like, yo, I may be with my grandmother. Do you know how... And this is just real because this is something that's been like... Like, I always say, like, with a side of the week... The weak go crazy, the strong the weak go along, the strong go crazy. Because I'm noticing certain things are bothering me more now as a man than I never really noticed. If I'm riding with my grandmother and she's driving and I'm kicking it with her, and somebody pulls up behind her, that instills fear into her. And here I am, I'm her grandson, I'm her strong grandson. I'm sitting and that shit. Doesn't matter. I can't call the fear that she's fearing right now because some niggas just pulled up behind her. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That's a problem. Our women can't even really because they don't even like when I'm watching a lot of these videos. Like I was watching a video, the dude is out at at at, at, at I don't know. He's like some food place or whatever. He's out eating with his with his with his lady and the kids and the kids and they're coming. I saw and, it. Do y'all understand the psychological, the emotional, the spiritual effects that that has on that man? That's it. Yeah. And that's why I said trauma is real. Trauma is real. And then in the midst of all of that, you want me to be like, and I'm watching them. And 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 there be times. And like I said, it, there's times where I'm like, oh, man, he ain't have to do all of that. Um, Yo, come on, bro. Just let them. I'll do that sometimes to myself. I'll never do it publicly. I'll never post it on no page. Like, yo, he should have. I'll never be that person. I'll never criticize mine in that moment. But sometimes, yeah, I'll be like, well, if, if he would have got out of it. But, yeah, you know, we'd have just took. But I'm watching this joint and he's he's snapping on this dude. Like, he's snapping on the cop. Like, not nah, the f-? Like, he's blacking on him. And I'm like, yo, this could go bad. But at the same time. This is his form of crying. He's crying right now without the tears. Yeah, he's crying right now. This is an emotional outburst that we fail to realize that men experience. But there's no mm-hmm. there's no liquid coming out. So the way we we're, we're, we're expressing this feeling of emotion is with aggression. I had it on my page. I posted that video on my page,
0: right. and you should have seen some of the comments that people put underneath. And I actually had to interject on one of them because somebody said, oh, yes, the officers were wrong, but he should have just stayed calm. He shouldn't have been yelling and screaming. And I said to this person, I said, well, explain to me why he needed to stay calm. Because you don't know what would happen I said exactly Exactly, He didn't know whether or not That was going to be His children was going to see him Shot and killed yeah. Right there in front of their That's eyes That's the point He did not know that Okay He is probably Nine times out of ten He has probably had Some law enforcement contact And, and he's Ten times about out of ten How that
1: went wrong Whether it was then, directly with him It was with an uncle A brother a father, <laughs> Ten times out of ten Correct. He's had a negative experience. So, so he's thinking about all of that. He's thinking about how he's talked
0: to like nine times out of ten like he's not ish anyway. Yep. When, when law enforcement walk up to us and they talk to us. All right. And that's not saying all law enforcement. Yeah, no. But I can tell you more times than not when I've been pulled over or just walking down the street and questioned some of these officers have been very disrespectful. And then when I match their energy and give them that same type of energy back, now they want to lock me up. Mm. Or, or now it's... So I, I can remember one time an officer said to me, say one more word. And I said, what's going to happen? He said, I'm going to take this stick and bust you upside your fucking head with it. That was his exact words to me.
1: Yeah. Oh, he don't know.
0: You know, and I, and I just looked at him. Like, you're not going to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just stand there and let anybody hurt me. And that's not condoning violence. That's not telling people to be violent. But I'm not going to stand around and let anybody
1: just hurt me. That's another thing I wanted to bring up, too, because I think that's something that I peeped our Our people, we, as a culture... Self-defense was, was part of the culture.
0: You have the right to defend yourself.
1: Well, Yeah, but what I'm talking about is like self-defense in the form of like a martial arts. Like this mm-hmm. was like growing up, we, you know, um, Sifu, Master Sifu, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've heard, you know what I'm saying, countless stories, you know what I'm saying, with mm. Pops. And, um, you know, my Pops was a, was a, was a, was a real one. And I remember He always used to say Sifu was the only person He'd have to go get his gun for Like You know what I'm saying Self defense Martial arts And those 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 trainings That was a part of our culture Correct You know what I'm saying That's something else That I'm noticing Has slipped away You know From You know From being part of the culture Like It's like Even like Kung Fu Like You know what I'm saying My favorite movie of all time Number one Is The Last Dragon Number one favorite movie of all time. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you watch that movie, niggas was in Harlem and they run around with they, you know, they 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 geese on and they, you know what I'm saying? You were like, yo, were they really like and they was really, Brothers was really moving like <laughs> How that. How is
0: that your favorite movie? Yo, <laughs> that's my
1: favorite. Listen, my favorite movie number one <gasps> all time. The Last Dragon. Uh, That's my favorite movie. Know. You know what I'm
0: saying? I, I, I can't claim that as my favorite. That's my number one. Yo, I, I swear. I,
1: I, I got to go back to the
0: Run Run Shore movies. Oh, <laughs> hey, man. Nah, know, see, I can't uh, go hey, I got to go to the Run <laughs> Run Shore movies. Five Deadly Venoms. <laughs> Master, you know, Master Killer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Ch- chambers like of Death. death. Hey, facts, facts. You know, I can't, you know, and being a martial artist, I mean, yeah. if I said, Last Dragon is my favorite movie. All my martial brothers look at me like,
1: what? Yeah, no, no, that's not. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Really? All right, so <laughs> quick explanation. Reason why I felt like it had everything. You had a Barry Gordon of, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Damn, why I'm messing his name up? Barry Gordon. Barry Gordon. Uh-huh. Gordon. Gordy. Gordy. Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. You got that soundtrack. You know you got you got the barge on there. You got um, you got Steve, uh, um Stevie uh, uh, Stevie Wonder. You got I mean the soundtracks fire. Then you got you got my girl on that joint Vanity, <laughs> right? Uh, from Vanity Six, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, you got my man Tomek who's killing it. You got like you got like the first like former like one o six in Park that they got in the joint. Like the movie is like it's like. Stick with culture, like you know what I'm saying. Now, strictly kung fu, I no, I couldn't, I wouldn't take it as my number one kung fu movie. Um, I got some other stuff in that in that in that category, but favorite movies. All, and one thing I noticed too, my top three favorite movies of all time is funny as shit. is from Harlem because it's coming to it's no, it's um The Last Dragon, Harlem Nights, and then um, Paid in Full. Like those my it was my top three favorite movies, and then coming to America like it, I, I might swap that out um, but I want you to rap about um, your martial arts too because um, like I said I felt like we gotta we gotta start ingraining that back into the you know what I'm saying the, I know my little man's my little man's he's definitely gonna be taking up something like I really want him to you know what I mean do a little bit of everything like but I took up Taekwondo when I was younger you know what I'm saying that was that was good for me.
0: So I think um, I was around maybe 16, 17 years old when I was first introduced to martial arts. Okay. Um, I was in the streets running wild, getting in all types of nonsense. And my mother, who knew Grandmaster Watts at that time, okay. went to him and said can you please do something with my son? And said, because if you don't, he'll probably be dead before he's 18, 19 years old. So um, he told me to come to the class. I was very, very cocky. Mm-hmm. And I said, what time your class start? He said, seven o'clock. I said, I'll be there at 6.45. 45." Nope, talking my ish. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I get there, I'll never forget. He put me on the floor and let me spar this dude named Rudell. We call him Gunny. Um, Rudell was a short dude, and I'm looking at him like, I'm gonna run through this dude, he's nothing. <laughs> nothing you know. nothing You know Like like Mayweather say Easy work Yeah yeah fact, right, right <laughs> so, no, no, so I thought <laughs> Okay Next thing I know Boop 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 I'm on the ground uh. I get back up Boop 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 I'm back on the ground again <laughs> I get up again Boop 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 I'm back on the ground again I'm like oh <laughs> Oh, this this it's kung real. fu shit is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like that it's was that was what I thought in my head. And it was like, you know what? And I started training. So I've been training now maybe 34, 35 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Sifu in Wing Chun Kung Fu. Um I have my fifth, my fourth degree black belt in uh Sanukis Ru Jitsu, my fifth in charismatic touch. Um my highest rank is 8th degree black belt or hanchi dan um, in uh, chun jitsu ru or chun sen ru fighting system which is an urban combat fighting system which teaches you what to do like when we walk out this door and somebody attacks you. Yeah, um, um and And um, as far as Brazilian jiu jitsu, I have never formally been trained. Um, well, tested. I've never been formally tested in Brazilian jiu jitsu. But... They said that, you know, if I were to take my test right now, I probably would be, like, maybe a brown in that. Um, But I recommend a hand art for everybody. I actually have another hoodie that I had on the other day. It said jujitsu because you might run out of ammo, you know. straight up. So, you know, know, um, I've had conversations with people. Like, I had a gentleman that I know that's a friend of mine that's a police officer. And he was like, "Yeah, well, you know, I got my I got my tools around my belt, so you know." And I said, "Listen, I could respect that, but if you ain't got it out,
1: yeah, you ain't, it ain't getting a, it, it out. It ain't a threat. <laughs> you're not, know, you're not getting Facts. it out." Yeah. And and I tried to
0: explain <laughs> to him, you know, that that understanding, like this, don't always rely on that. You know, yeah, I said because you may not be able to get it out. You might be dealing With somebody that's trained That's (laughs) knowledgeable So it's a difference Between running down On somebody That's some regular dude That Uh, don't know nothing uh, (laughs) You know That's like Punching the dude in the face, he takes his shirt off and all of a sudden you see two gold gloves on a chain around his neck. You know you about to be in a fight. All right? You know you about to be in a fight. Because he just wasn't just giving them things. He had to earn them gold gloves. So you know that you about to be in a fight. And that's the point that I try to make with people. So, you know, now I will say with this COVID era and a a lot of things that's happening, I'm getting a lot of phone calls now from people saying they want to train. Yeah, You know, oh, man, I want to train. Can I train privately with you? Can we do this? Can we do that? You know, um, I did have a school open in Mount Vernon, but I closed my school when my father got killed. Mm -hmm. So um, I tried to get some of my high-ranking students to keep the school open, but, you know, they didn't want to keep it open without me there. And so, you know, we closed it. But we're looking for another place to open now. But I do teach privately right now, you know. Um, like we'll we'll work out in the parks and things like that. Okay. You know, the mask on the gloves and all of that. Yeah. And, you know, because you gotta touch, you gotta touch hands. Thanks. You know, um, this is the only way this is gonna work. And you know, and really working people with basic stuff, basics, basics, basics. But I recommend martial arts for everybody or some type of discipline, even if you like the box. In box You know But you gotta do something Because You never know You might have to Throw a couple of hands Before you can get to the You know To the thing You know Before you can get to that Create space You might have to Boom 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 And then Oh yeah what's up You know But You know It's too easy It's too easy To pull It's too easy To pull that out You know
1: Yeah Nah uh, (laughs) Yo it's funny I don't know if you remember But I before we started the show, I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm bringing on. It should be a good way. So, so niggas kind of understand the pedigree, the mentality that I'm coming from. This shit, this shit ain't just grow from nothing. Like, it's it's, it's titans that came before me that I draw from, and just how the spirit of mentality. But it was one night. It was back in college. Oh, hold on. You we on We not even gonna go into the whole joint Uh oh It was a college park night I, mean, I ain't even gonna Oh going to. man But you I wanna say, tell a story about how I met you though Okay Yeah we, yeah, we, that, all right, we gonna do that We gonna do that right But I wanna say this real quick um, we, was, we all went out It was a bunch of us And um There was an altercation that goes on And I'm really speeding through It was a wild night But um it's a brawl bunch of people fighting. You know. At first I don't even recognize it's my people's cause the first two people I see scrapping is like look like two white boys, but I forgot we had came with a white dude, my man, white boy or whatever. So, um, that was him. When I realized that, I'm like, Oh, this is our people's. Like I'm over here dealing with something. Jump into it, whatever. So while it's going on, there's a point in the fight in the brawl where there's a gentleman who goes Yo, he lifts up his shirt. Yo, y'all ready to feel stale? So in my head... Man, this is out in college. So in my head, I got the mentality like that I'm kind of back up top dealing with my up top crew because the mentality's just a little different. Man, I'm in college. You know, not saying my nigga's back home, don't got nothing to lose, but in college, it's a different mentality. You know, we... (laughs) Think see guns? You do what you' supposed to do. Run. Mm-hmm. I'm not even in that zone at the time. Like, so when when Sun <laughs> say, "Yo, y'all trying to feel stale," in my head I'm like, "Oh, he fucked up because he ain't even he ain't even take it off his hip. He mm-hmm. somebody's going to jump on him, and you know we going to come up a strap today. That's not how that went. <laughs> <laughs> Every that's not how that went, Buzzy. Everybody <laughs> skated. So. It was five seconds in. I got the person. I got. I'm working him I'm on the floor. Get him crazy, going down. All of a sudden, I, I start feeling the feats and the kicks. <laughs> I'm like, y'all. I, I knew we didn't have all the numbers, but damn, like how many niggas is in this? Like, uh, and I'm wrapped up good though, so I'm not getting tore up. i I got. So when the situation is over, mm. they gotta pull me off the nigga that I got. That I was wilding out on. Police got me on the curb. I look across the street. It's like the whole university that I came with is across the street. And they all watching me. I'm about to get locked up. Like, I just got jumped, but it was like I was the last aggressor. You know what I'm saying? And so when we talking, I'm like, yo, why nobody went and got the nigga with the strap? Niggas was looking at me like, what? What are you talking about? Get this a gun, nigga. Like, I was like, yeah, nah, that's right. I'm not even thinking like, but, but you right. Like, it's like... You you can't just rely on on your hip. There's people out here that are programmed to go. I, I gotta get you now before you get to that. Like correct. And you gotta know how to respond in that moment. Like before you can before you can get it out. Yeah, that's a, and I, I I think that's yo. They making us weaker. They making us weaker. You know what I'm saying? Like and and we expect. Our woman to respect us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? I was watching a brother. I forget the rapper name. I think it was like G Herbo, and they was like, and he was with his girl, and she had this something moved her hands too quick, and he had flinched, like right. <laughs> and they was saying that it was like, oh Yo, yeah, you could tell he been through PTSD. They stand the third. Listen, niggas done shot around me, shot about you. You know, I I don't flinch when no female moves her hands around me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not my initial reaction like I, I don't seen people killed and all of that I don't flinch that's from her smacking this motherfucker <laughs> you get what I'm saying for little dumb stuff like you know what I mean that's just her way of showing affection but that's where that comes from that whole he flinching and shit like that you know what I'm saying but that's because she don't respect his hands and I'm not saying she needs to be felt she needs to feel him to respect him but a woman kind of can read if her, like don't don't think that they all fall for that whole you the toughest nigga in your hood shit. No, they don't. They'll be running with you for a second, like yeah, baby, I know. Oh, he he's so crazy, but they know you soft, right? A woman, a woman, a woman has a good meter on judging a man, right? Because she knows how to pay attention to him around other men. You know what I'm saying? So they they softening us up. And we you know what I'm saying, we gotta we gotta tighten that up. That's why I want to <laughs> I really want to bring that in because that's something we are gonna talk about with schools and stuff. Cause I got a brother up top in Mount Vernon, um, homegrown foundation, my bro Dilly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He they got a good um shout out to them, man. They really doing some good work in the community, um, putting some stuff together. Um, I'm gonna definitely wanna link y'all in because we need some schools because we don't have nothing. YMCA I heard was shut down And a lot's going on And it's like Who do we talk to How do we fix these things mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying And um, I like people that's sitting on boards And stuff like that Like <laughs> because y'all know it more than You know what I'm saying than, than from my I just see the problem I don't really understand how to fix it And you know That's where we gotta unite the, the both age groups The people that's on the ground and, You know what I'm saying right. For real like, but um, we we definitely gonna work <coughs> on that. The homegrown foundation they based in Mount Vernon nonprofit organization. They just had a big Christmas drive recently, um, handing out the toys and stuff to all of the kids. Man, it was loving, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I definitely I, I before um I even get too far, I wanted to you yeah, all just had a movie
0: about my father
1: about your father it was just done, man. You yeah. gotta you gotta, yo, yo, bro. His dude, like I say, he's one of the most humble people I know. From he'll let the whole damn show go by and not even speak about <laughs> this movie that was made. It's in the Sunday official. Like, got my who? Who they got playing your father again?
0: Frankie Faison.
1: Yeah, listen, like official man. Like yo, you got, know, that's
0: come, that's uh, uh. This
1: nigga said the shit when Frankie
0: Faison. Commissioner Burrell from The Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was the super and coming to America. Facts, facts.
1: You may enter. <laughs> <laughs> facts. 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 facts,
0: So, let me just say, you know, um, trying to get accountability in killing my father. Like I said, trying to figure out different <laughs> ways to make sure that my father's name stays alive out there and it just doesn't die because... The powers that be are trying to sweep it under the rug. Um, I get an inbox on Facebook one day, and someone says, I'm looking for the family of Kenneth Chamberlain Sr. I said, this is his son. How can I help you? Mm -hmm. He said to me, you know, I've been following your case. You know, I don't think you're getting the attention that you should be getting. Mm. I want to help you. Mm. I said, how are you going to do that? I make movies. Like, really? So, I heard that, but I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, that so was. So, does
1: my man. He make movies too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, 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 and t shirts if you need them. <laughs> <laughs> facts.
0: Facts. You know, I, I make movies with my cell phone. You yeah, know? facts. Right? <laughs> so, but we're not going to talk about the movies. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. Right?
1: Yeah, we so, do this.
0: So, you know, but. He said he wanted to have a conversation. We had a phone conversation. We talked. He sent me um, some uh, movies that he's done so I could see him and see how professionally they were done. And um, he said, I want to do a movie about your dad. Mm. So I sent him all of the court information, everything that he needed, everything Mm. foiled stuff, freedom of information, all that stuff gave it to him. About a month later He sends me a script Mm -hmm. I read the script I said okay That looks Pretty accurate Send him back Tell him you don't Go ahead Move forward Next thing I know He's telling me um, We're doing casting We're doing this We're doing that And he said You know I got some good news I got somebody Who agreed to play your father And I said Who And I said He said Frankie Faison You heard of him? I said, Frankie Faison. I said, um, coming to America, Frankie Faison? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, yeah. I said, Commissioner Barrel from the wire, Frankie Faison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, Banshee, Frankie Faison? <laughs> 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 like, you know, like, yeah.
1: yeah, we get this is know? real. We really doing some you real know? shit.
0: I'm like, yeah. uh, uh, what was what was the one that Marlin and them White girls were? Yeah, 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 Frankie yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, so. He said yes, and, and we met, and we had a conversation. They flew me down to Chicago. That's where they filmed that, um, And they said, you know, we got to keep it quiet because if people get wind of it, they may try to shut it down. Mm. So, you know, we kept, mm. by the time they found out about it, movie was done. Done. Facts. Okay. Facts. <laughs> done. Um, we have won a total of maybe... No exaggeration, maybe ten awards. Yeah, um, in the film festivals and things like that. Um, possibly, um, and actually, Morgan Freeman and Revelations Entertainment has now come on executive as executive producers mm. of the film. Mm. So they're helping us now push the film. I actually mm. had a meeting with them the other day.
1: Mm. So
0: we're looking at. Maybe around October, November, the movie is going to come out, theatrical performance, you know, providing, you know, there's some type yeah. of normal again. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. You know um, people have said that Frankie Faison's role is Oscar worthy. Mm. Um, he has never played a leading role, leading actor in any of his movies, right. anything he's ever been in. He's never been the leading role. Mm -hmm. He's always been a strong supporting Supporting actor. actor. So for him to take this, you know, was just great. You know, um, being on set with him was crazy because it was almost like my father's spirit dropped in him. Mm. You know, a couple of times I had to walk off the set because it was just so crazy, you know. And I will say this. <clears throat> the name of the movie is called The Killing of Kenneth Chamberlain. So you know he dies in the movie. Yeah. But the buildup to that point is so crazy. You know he's going to die, yeah. but the buildup yeah. is so intense. And when we were at one of the film festivals, I think there was about maybe 250 people in the movie theater. Mm. When the movie was over, all you could hear was sniffles mm. that's all you mm. heard um when they when they turned the house lights on, all you saw was people wiping their eyes. I never saw two hundred and fifty people in a movie theater crying mm. all at one time. never saw that before in my life. you know, um <clears throat> it's a powerful movie,
1: yeah,
0: and um
1: yeah, I can't wait for the um
0: you know uh. And, I'm, and I'm excited um, You have um, LaRoyce Hawkins That is supposed to be the voice of me Inside there he, You know he plays on Chicago PD Okay um, <clears throat> Some people were saying Well They need to do a movie now About you And all the, the work fight, that you're yeah. doing No really No
1: No but that's Listen that's what I'm saying Like Like What you're doing and I think that's what's so powerful about this show because, you know, there's a fine line to walk when you're trying to stay connected to the people, but then when you're trying to reach the people, right. It's a weird it's a weird spacing because you wanna stay down to earth, but it's almost like the people you're trying to reach ain't there. They're almost it's like you you want to be popular, mm-hmm. but you want to stay true, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a very difficult line to tote. You see what I'm saying? It's a very difficult line <laughs> to tote, but it's like what you're doing is so profound. It needs to be popularized. You get what I'm saying. It needs to be verified and that's why we here, verily verified. You see what I'm saying? Verily like, verified. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like that's what that's what like when I say, when I say we don't have no control over this show,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm saying this shit so truly because the way how this one just happened, and every show that we're having is my favorite show. In of it in of itself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying each one, I'm saying is better each one is special. It's like, it's scary because I feel like I'm having mad children right now. Like, each one is a love that I'm having because of how powerful the people that I'm bringing are on. But it's like, the attention, at times you say, damn, man, they need they need more attention. They need, but, nah, they need more weight. It's not numbers. They need more people. Like, when you talk about the 85% of the people that's helping you, it's not nothing to do with color.
0: No, see, it's here, who they are. Here is the thing, <clears throat> and I say this all the time: we're not out. We're out. Not we're not outnumbered. We're out organized. <sighs> that is what the problem is. <sighs> we're out organized, and <clears throat> I have people tell me, and "You, you, you, we gotta to figure worry? out a
1: bomb." Like you know how Flex got the bomb or certain <laughs> shit just dropped. No, <laughs> swear mm-hmm. to, we gonna have to maneuver that in here. Like, yeah, you,
0: you talked. We're bomb. not
1: outnumbered. We're out. Organized You
0: talked about Like And you're not the only person That's ever said this I have people tell me this all the time Yo stop being so humble bro You know what I'm saying You are doing the work We see what you're doing Stop being so humble But like I tell people I don't do it for praise or accolades That's Thanks. not why I do it I do it cause my father was murdered I do it because I know that if it was reversed My father would be standing mm. out there Fighting for me I do it because I know that even if it wasn't my father, it could have been my father. Thanks. You see, and this is what I try to get people to understand. Kenneth Chamberlain Sr. could be any one of us. Yeah. And this is why it's so important that the community stands up and says this is wrong. Yeah. But the problem is, is that it's our, it's our own people a lot of times. And when I say that, I'm talking about our our people who are in leadership positions. You know, yeah. um, they get upset when I say they bought and paid for, you no, know, but, but I mean, I can only call it how I see they it. Are. You know, um, you sit, for instance, you have a council member that's black that sits on the common council in the city of White Plains that knows that my father was called a nigger before he was killed and you're not outraged? Yeah. And you sit on a common council, you are an elected official in that city, a black elected official, a black man, and you're not outraged? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't understand that. You know. Um, but probably got
1: BLM stickered on this car. You
0: know, so this is this is this is Drove out problem. of White
1: Plains and went downtown to go do the Eric the, Garner the, the march and yeah. stuff like the popular. They'll they'll stay in line. Lo- That's how I know you're bought and paid. Like, yo, look, here, I'm going to talk. Yo, Buzzy, you know how we do. Here, don't worry. This is a hundred. We keep shit one hundred here. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know how you feel. Like, because one of the things I take from Malcolm, and I and I try my hardest to stay in line with it. Like, I, 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 I it's him whipping me back into shape. Is when he's, I watch his interviews, and he'll be like, you know, I'm not, you're not going to get me to talk down. On, a, on another black man Right mm-hmm. And then at the same time He would hold A lot of, of Those black men Accountable mm-hmm. It's a difference Between hating on somebody And holding them accountable You get what I'm saying Correct There's a huge difference Here I don't care if you hate it We gotta be held accountable And we have to <clears throat> hold accountable Yeah You get what I'm saying And that's a problem Like We allow that color to remove accountability, selectively though, and we don't we didn't spoke about it before. Like we'll look at two, we'll mm-hmm. look at attorney generals, and we'll we'll look at Kamala, and then we'll look at the the, the Kentucky dude, and mm-hmm. we don't care about their records, but how the media has given each to us is how we've treated each one, right? And and and, and when this happens, it's a direct insult to our intelligence. Because you're basically telling us, we'll tell you who to like. We'll tell you not to like. We'll tell you what's important. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you what's not important. And these elected officials, these black ones, nine out of 10, they were elected because they were black. Because that's how a lot of us get into office. A lot of us get into places, not saying we aren't qualified, not saying that we shouldn't be in those places. But for instance, when you take <clears throat> a Obama, for example, at the top, echelon of this voting system he was put there by majority of voters who was voting just because of his color correct so off the fact of that whether it's a honorable fact a smart fact but off the fact of that where is the honor to that blackness and so yeah we should hold them i do hold an obama at a tougher a, a more scrutinized position Than a Trump or than a Biden or than a Bernie Sanders or that anybody else that does not share my plight. I have to hold him more accountable at the same time, hold them all accountable. And I can see how disheartening it would be to be in your position and you watching somebody who you might have voted for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? Somebody you might have put in this position. (laughs) And there are people who
0: I voted for where I look now and I say, I'm sorry that I voted for you. You know, so, you know, my whole thing is, is you use the word accountability. And and that's what I say. I just want you to be held accountable. Hold me accountable the same exact way. Mm -hmm. You know, if you see me doing something that I shouldn't be doing, call me on it. Hold me accountable. And that's, so, you know, when I confront them, they, you know, confrontation is not a slap on the wrist. That's not what confrontation is. Confrontation is pointing out a specific pattern of behavior, something that you see that is consistent, Mm -hmm. that could be good, could be bad. But in this particular case, it's bad. The fact that we have black leaders in positions where they can really affect positive change and they do nothing is
1: bad. You know why? You know why I think a lot of that happens a lot of the time, some of the time? Most of the time when we watching these, a lot of our black officials and uh, some, I I, I hate putting blankets on stuff. I'm, I'm trying to, but certain ones, let's just use that word, right? What's happening is they're in a position. The position that they're in isn't stable. They're trying to move up. This is this concept of getting through the door and opening up the door for the ones behind you, right? So what they're doing is they're being careful not to give off this unapologetic. Because we know what runs this country. Racism. Correct. Whether we want to say it out loud, white supremacy is what runs this country. So if I'm planning on moving up Mm -hmm. in a world that's ran or in a system that's ran by white supremacy, it does not behoove me to bother them on Mm -hmm. my way up. It's just not smart. Right. Especially in areas that's heavily concentrated with white supremacists. Right. So now when we're looking at Senate governor, whatever these positions are, they're never really at the, the pinnacle of what they're trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's an alderman out here. His goal is to be the next Obama. Right. So he's looking at every step and he's like, damn, I, I can't be too out of the norm because that puts a target on me. I look like I'm troublesome. I look like I may actually change some shit for niggas. And therefore, I can't be trusted. So now you're, you're torn between how do I... But when does it stop? When does this whole let me not get too comfortable? You know what I'm saying? It, it never stops. And it, and what, what made me think about that was... And it's so funny you said that. Because I was just thinking about this the other day. And... I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and we was talking about like a doctor. I'm like, "Well, why wouldn't the doctors? We were talking about COVID or whatever. And why wouldn't the doctors come out and say this? And you know, they, you know, and this doctor went and got the, the vaccine or whatever. And I'm not gonna get too crazy into that or whatever. But what I said was, I said, listen, that nigga put ten years into the system. Mm-hmm. That was after college. You get what I'm saying? This this nigga done put so much effort. Hours and hours of studying, of late-night testing and, and reports and dissertations. and you think they're willing to throw that whole shit away for a George Floyd? For a Breonna Taylor? Do, do you know what type of resolve that takes? Do you know what type of character that takes for somebody to go through these systems? And, 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 and you know what? I'm going to cut you short right there.
0: <laughs> because... Yeah. You mentioned Malcolm and trying to live by, you know, like he's kind of cold. When people say that, and I've had similar conversations. Oh wait, I,
1: I don't condone no, what no, no, I was no, describing. No, 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 no! no. I'm, right. not, I'm not, say, I'm not saying right. you condone it. Okay,
0: I'm saying that when I've had conversations with people like that, I said to them, you know, do you think that Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were different? Mm. I said. See where you going I said Let's they weren't. I said you know they died. Both of them died when they began to talk about the unification of black people and having your own property, having your own <laughs> land. You know, um, buying black. Mm. You know, I said. Dr. King said, "I'm not fearing any man or anything because I've been to the mountaintop and my eyes have seen the coming of the Lord." Malcolm X said, I live like a man who's died already. already. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I tell people that means that in order to truly live, there has to be a cause greater than yourself.
1: Greater than your life. That you are willing to die for. Mm.
0: So I would rather be a one term elected official Mm. than to be a multi termed. Hypocrite Facts Standing out there Selling dreams Let's go Making people believe That I'm for all the people When I'm not Mm -hmm. You know They don't stand on these front lines Right now And yell black lives matter Because they necessarily believe it No They do it because It's politically advantageous They want your vote So now they want to run on that platform Simple
2: You said something that stuck with me That's going to stick with me for a minute you said when you first introduce yourself to some, I'm a hero, and to others, I'm a troublemaker. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the mm. problem I have with a lot of people in positions of power that really can affect change is they try to eliminate the troublemaker. They, they don't want to be a troublemaker mm-hmm. to nobody. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna be the hero of my community without causing trouble to the establishment.
0: Yeah. And see, you got to remember, what I do, yeah. like I tell I'm not I'm not trying to hate on no black man or black woman. I'm wanna make you feel uncomfortable. Mm. Because if I make you feel uncomfortable, you'll change. You're gonna do something. Anytime we've ever done something, we felt uncomfortable in our position. That's right. Where we was at, and we said, Oh nah, I can't be here no more. Yeah. I gotta get up. I gotta do something. You ain't gonna get it on your back. All right. Yeah. Get up and get it. You see, so if you if you,
2: that's oof. and and it's powerful because when when I start making trouble for the for the people who 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 have also caused me To have to become a hero For my people And I'm fighting for your people And me fighting your people For your people Is bringing you trouble Now you have to question Your position Like This man is fighting For my grandfather My father My sons My yeah. daughters My mothers My grandmothers but, but it's hurting me How? How can you even Put yourself in that position? They
0: can't stand right. To see me come To certain events When I walk in that door And they see me I know what they thinking. Oh, here come this nigga.
1: I know that's what they thinking.
0: Here it's a badge he of honor. Come.
1: It's a badge of honor. You shouldn't here feel comfortable come. in my presence. You, you shouldn't know, feel comfortable in my presence. Now,
0: What is he going to say that's going to upset the good white folks in here that, you know, believe that
1: everything is fine? You know what? Can I pause that real quick? It's funny when you was just saying that, right? You was like, oh, here he comes. Most people probably think that you were referring to a white establishment. Now, nah, you're talking about the black people that then got comfortable. hmm That's in position of power like, damn, mm-hmm. he going. And you know what's so bad? I've noticed that discomfort when I'm in the presence of other people, of other races and stuff, and then with some of my own. And the second you mentioned, you, yo, just just go around. Go in an environment. For real This is for, like Just for shits and giggles Just go in an environment And it's black people White people All different And just say Loud and White supremacy You could be with your friends Watch the discomfort Some will get Right with you even Alluding to the concept Like it makes some Uncomfortable Because they feel like Yo I done made it this far By fake ignoring this shit My buddies that we done went to class with and stuff like that, you know, shit comes up on the TV. We just, next channel. We don't even talk about this stuff. Went through all med search, all of this stuff. I went through all of this schooling and never really had to even dive into these things. You get what I'm saying? Just to keep you comfortable. But you have to, like you said about that Stockholm syndrome. I'm here suffering, but still put my comfort on the back burner. I put truth on a back burner. Mm -hmm. I put reality on a back burner for my oppressor's comfort. That's terrible. That's a terrible position to be in mentally.
0: I tell people, you know who taught me about white privilege? And they said, who? I said, a white woman. Mm. She taught me about white privilege. She taught me to understand what white privilege was. You know? And see, these are the things that A lot of people don't understand. And yes, my biggest kickback sometimes is from our own people. Mm -hmm. He's rocking the boat. He's Mm -hmm. causing problems. You know? Um, And this is why I say, especially in White Plains, my biggest support is white people. White people, progressive white people who understand that the rule of law doesn't apply. And the rule of law says its governments, its agents, and officials are to be held to the same set of rules that enables a fair and functioning society. We don't see that. It does not exist.
1: Because there's too many loopholes.
0: You know, we talk about a pandemic, you know, well, I tell people, The killing of black people Is a pandemic Mm. Okay I tell people What you witness When you see that And I said it earlier is crimes against humanity A widespread or systematic attack On a civilian Or identifiable part Of a civilian population We are 2.5 times More likely to be killed Hands up Hands down Suit on Hoodie on Whatever It doesn't matter Color of our skin Makes us the threat And we will be taken And treated like that
1: Simple as that So
0: This is what the issue is so until we come together and stand up and say, you know, and not pick and choose these things, like, don't just, like, I, here's, here's, some, here's a problem that I have. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this. He said, I noticed none of these big time activists ever come to White Plains to help you, bro. I'm like, Yeah. I said, well, I used to get upset about that. I said, now I'm thankful for the people who do come.
1: Mm. Okay? I said, mm. so, I, don't, I don't
0: worry about that no more. Okay? <laughs> I said, I'm not worried about it now.
1: Mm. I
0: said, but I will say this. I said, but it used to bother me that they could travel hundreds of miles away to go to another state mm. to yell justice for somebody, but you can't drive 45 minutes up to D. hmm
1: to come hold me down Yeah I Okay But that's minutes That's us
0: That's it 45 that's minutes. That
1: mentality That spirit That's what we do We'll, we'll send relief help All across To different know? countries Like they talk about In the stimulus package And We got Flint, Michigan Water still fucked up You know,
0: you know and, and this is This is the problem That I That have. spirit You know I've had it's people say to me Oh He think he's something Cause he on TV Huh What kind of nonsense is that
1: yeah,
0: uh, I don't want to be on television. I'm on television talking about an injustice that happened
1: <laughs> to you. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm on television talking about, and I'm on television not just talking about it, but I'm talking about mechanisms that we can put in place so you're not on television talking about what happened to your loved one.
1: You yeah. You see,
0: but unfortunately, they don't realize the that the fight is in your yours backyard. No
1: it's theirs, you know. Then you have a problem. With it. That's the, the I think that's the problem that we miss with real revolutionaries. Excuse me. Um, most of the time they're not even fighting for their own. Mm. Like it's when Malcolm, like like when Malcolm made that statement, people people fail to put it in context. What's happening at this moment? Malcolm is outside in the middle of the snow. His house is on fire right this is when he's talking about i i i don't i don't have no fears i've been living like a dead man like they i, I don't have no fears right mm-hmm. but the thing that always hit me hardest about that about that specific interview was when he talks about betty and he's like i was supposed to do i had a a, a speech set up and betty was the one that told me that i better be there she told me i got to go now, mind you, put this all in play, right? So, you have a man who's being threatened. He's trying to be stopped from speaking. They're threatening him to the point where they're burning down his house with his kids inside. The mother of this household, right? The mother's telling him, don't let them break you. You gotta go do this, right? So, at this moment, he's not going out there speaking. To unlock the minds of his family. He's not going out there to go and and save his family. Mm -hmm. They're saved already. Because they get it. He's risking these same people's lives. And his own to come out and save your family. That's real revolutionary. Real revolutionary you have to separate yourself from the shit. Because when you start talking about I've seen that mountaintop. That Martin was talking about, knowing he'll never get there. It's the same way Moses seen Canaan land before entering in. Imagine you walking around 40 years talking about this land of milk and honey and you ain't never even going to get to go there. Mm -hmm. But yet you still keep the beat going. You still got the people going because it's never been about you getting there. It was never about you getting there. It's about you getting the people there. Because at the end of the day, if it's it can't be for you because the children is the future. So whatever that you're doing now has to be something that's set in place for them to take advantage of. Correct. Not for you to be free for now, for the next 5, 10 years, and then the shit. So anything that we're working on now, and what my man Lux said, anything we're after ain't in the hereafter. It's right now. You get what I'm saying? It's right now for that future. hmm that's what real revolution is. So they're going to pick at the... the every, they got to pick at everything you're doing. But it's going to be people like your age. It's going to be... See, the youth, we got to see you. Because we ain't going to pick at that. Because we Come realize on. you one of the only people that's really fighting.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean... The, the look, adults, they looking at you like you're making them look like they ain't doing shit.
0: Well, remember, when my father got killed a lot of the youth that you see on the front lines right now was nine years old. Mm. Nine, ten years old. Mm. Now they're 19, 18, yeah. they're 20, and they see the injustice now. Mm. So
1: And they compute it.
0: Yep. So it is the youth right now that is the force mm. in these movements right now. When you talk about police reform, when you talk about it's Black just like Lives snakes. mattering, this is what... You see, it is the youth, okay? Now, the only difference is, is like I tell people, look, I sit there and have a conversation with the adults, and we can over-intellectualize, and we can do all of that.
1: Young niggas want to get it All
0: right? We can say something so profound and prophetic that the adults are sitting there like, wow. That's deep. You know? When I'm talking to the youth, it's like, yo, what's good? You know the vibes. Which, this is this the type of time we on right facts. now. Let's get it. You know? And they understand that. And and then we move accordingly. All right? I've been out there and people, and I've been addressing youth. And people have been coming by and was saying disrespectful things. And the youth turn and they get ready to move on the situation. But I stop them. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't do that. He's not a threat. Yeah. He's not a threat, but he wants you to react right now. Facts. He you right? should be a reactionary. I said, I said, and then not only that, once you do that, then it's Kenneth Chamberlain Jr. incited these youth yeah. to go out here and commit violent acts
1: yeah.
0: and a person was injured. Nah, not going to happen. All right? So this is some of the things that we have to understand. Like, you have to be able to communicate with the generation for them to understand, I don't stand in front of the youth like this with my arms crossed. I don't do that yeah. because this is like it's standoffish one. All right, it's saying I'm I'm more important than you are. Yeah, you know. So nah, it's how are you, young man? How are you, young lady? You know? And they're like, oh hey, Mister Chamberlain. I'm like nah, call me Kenneth. Mr. Yeah. Chamberlain is my father that's You that's know that's like, Let's have a real conversation Don't feel like Whatever you want to talk about You can't talk about to me Because you think I don't understand Nope Nope yeah. Yeah. You know And like I tell people I never asked to be Anybody's leader Never asked that But i lead No matter What I've done You know No matter Where I've been in life I never asked For the leadership role Thanks. It was You know what
1: yeah, we, need, we, we,
0: we need you to do that, you know? Or or you can get them motivated or you can get them to move or you can get them to understand, you know? Being with these families that have, have loved ones that are impacted by police violence that was killed, it's hard talking to them families, you know? When I have a mother of a son that was murdered by police call me on the phone and... For 15, 20 minutes straight, she's just crying on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I just I got my... I'm, I'm listening to her. I got my headphones in. I'm listening. She's crying. When she finished, then I have the conversation with her because I know what she's feeling, you know. And I'm not trying to talk down to her. She doesn't understand certain things about this legal process. I'm trying to help her navigate through mm-hmm. that. It's a lot, So you're looking for the community to hold you down. And they don't. They just don't. We want you to. We want to look up and see the whole community standing with us. Not just because it's it's the current thing that's trending right now, but because you really believe in the cause. That you really believe that at any given time, it could be your loved one that we standing out here saying an injustice was done to. Him. You know, really? don't let it come into your backyard before you feel like you need to do something. Like I got tell people, before my father was killed, I was already giving back. It's not something that I just started doing once my father got killed. Yeah. I was part of uh, what's just the Martin Luther King Institute for Nonviolence. I would speak to the youth, you know, You know, we would talk to them, them about, you know, what to do if you stop by law enforcement. Now my conversations is how do you survive a law enforcement encounter? How do you survive it? You know, how do you survive it? I've done scenarios with youth where I'll never forget. We did this scenario where I pretended to be a very aggressive police officer with a young man. And... He ended up crying. And we had to stop the whole, like, role-playing thing. And I had to pull him to the side and said, you okay? And he said, that happened to me before. And all I could do was hug him after that and say, well, it's okay. I just want you guys to understand how to handle situations like that because you may encounter it again. You know, yeah. and I want you to know how to handle it.
1: You know how? Do you know how? Um, it be times I look at my son, and I'm like, I remember growing up, you hit, you watch movies and shit, and he, um, you know, it wasn't that's not really a black thing. Birds and the bees, it's you better, better not be up there fucking, <laughs> leave them doors open. That's how, you know, that's how we. <laughs> We get the birds and the bees, but um, I remember, like, you know, just seeing him, but like, damn, it'd really be hard for people to talk to their kids about birds, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm looking at him, I'm like, yo, I'm going to have to skip the birds and the bees. I'm going to have to have a conversation with my son, like that man had with his son. Mm-hmm. But the worst part about it is, There ain't shit that I could tell him that could bring him peace. There's nothing because, and that's what, and I think that's what hit me so hard from that video we was talking about a while ago. He said, he said, dad, that was like the first, he looked, he said, dad, I'm doing what you told me to do. I rolled up the, like, it's so much happening in that one clip. You know what I'm saying? And as a man, like, you know what I'm saying? As a parent, like to hear that, like we talk about George Floyd yelling out to his mother. She had to see that afterwards. This man is watching his son and not comparing, again, not comparing, but we have to understand how powerful these encounters are Mm -hmm. and then you take that and then you put it on tv and then like you said it's like the tar and the feathering of that 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 masculine negro now i gotta watch that and i have to see that and i'm looking at people that i honestly i thought you know police is a little more delicate with them and this is what you're doing with them it's something that has to change it's not something that we're supposed to get used to. It's not, and that's the problem. We're we're so focused on getting comfortable with this situation. There's more effort, like you said. When you're uncomfortable, you're forced to change it. But when you're seeing black men get killed, whether it's on your TV shows, when you keep hearing about black men getting killed on your radios, when you're watching it on your timeline, when you're watching, you know when you can't even really see strong men no more, everybody's feminine, everybody's this, you see what I'm saying? When you can't, when you don't even have nothing to draw from, it numbs it. So now when the killings start to happen, it's like you're more inclined to look for the excuse of why it happened. You're more inclined to understand from the, the, the criminal's side. You're more inclined to turn the victim into the criminal. These are the things that you're more comfortable with doing from the numbing down of seeing this happen constantly, every day.
0: So we talk about, I say, you know, we reduce, prevent, and eliminate the situation altogether.
1: Okay.
0: How do you do that? That's what I was getting to. The only way that that happens is through legislative change. Mm. That means because what I've seen by sitting on a task force where we talk about police reform and reinventing task force, trying to reimagine what a police department can look like, where there's equal justice under the law. What I'm finding is that any suggestions and recommendations that we put forth, there's a law that blocks it from from actually Mm. being initiated. Mm. So what is going to have to happen is, is that we are going to have to get on our legislators who helped create these laws, you know, and we have to say that you have to do this, you have to repeal that, you have to get rid of this, you have to put this in place.
1: And then we can move on. And that's with this the reform. only way mm.
0: that there's going to be real reform. Other than that, you are just giving recommendations that they'll look at and flick to the side and be like, hey, we did it. We put together the task force. You know, we did an analysis, and this is what we came up with. But Mm. how are you really forcing the change? And outside of that, local laws need to change, state laws need to change, national laws need to change. But unfortunately, my biggest thing is, is like, when will we see that happen? The right black person hasn't been killed yet.
1: Mm.
0: That's what the problem is. Okay, You got to remember, mm. nobody knew who George Floyd was until he got killed. No one knew who Kenneth Chamberlain Sr. was until he got killed. They were somebody to us, but nobody to the rest of the world. Mm. But if you get a high profile black person, God forbid, and they become a victim police brutality Or or better yet An extrajudicial killing Or summary execution Of that individual
1: Then Like if Smollett was, was really God forbid You know what I'm saying If they would've took him out That would've Then
0: you're gonna, gonna see
1: movement.
0: Something Really happen But there has to be Legislative change It has Laws have to change mm. You know You talk People talk about I mean why it have to take so long For them to repeal 50A in New York you know, why did it have to take so long for that to happen? 50 A. 50A protects was it would protect police officers' records. So I couldn't look at your record and see oh, that you, see had, if a you history, had a history. You know, so they they finally repealed that. Okay. You know, you call for independent prosecutor in questionable police shootings or when someone dies at the hands of law enforcement, you now have the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James. Who is supposed to investigate these cases? Um, I don't know how she's investigating him. I voted for, her, yeah, but I have zero confidence in her. Mm. You know, she has not shown me to this point that she is effective in doing her job. Yeah, I mean, she well, goes after you- she goes after Trump. You know, okay. but like I said, yeah. you know, if you went after police officers. For extrajudicial killings and summary executions as diligently as you go after Trump, I have no problem with you. Mm. Because I'll be like, this woman is working. Mm. All right. So we have a new district attorney now in Westchester County. Her name is Mimi Roka. Okay, she is the DA elect. She is coming in next year. I'm hoping when she comes in, that we'll see some real change. Got you. I mean, not only that, I'm coming. I'm I'm asking for a meeting immediately. Yeah, yeah. Because I need you to take a second look at my father's case, because I feel like it wasn't looked at the first time fairly. Okay, I don't believe that they really put charges on the table with the grand jury, and this is why they came back with no true bill. So, I'm gonna be asking that she take a second look. Got you. So these are the things that you gotta you gotta look at. But if you really want to reduce, prevent, and eliminate a problem, it's going to take legislative change. It's not going to take, it's like, you got to understand this. You had policy um, about the chokehold. Mm -hmm. That was a policy that you were no longer supposed to do that. And police are still doing it. Now there's a law that says you can't do it. You see, now there's a law, but why did it have to take that? Why did it have to take Governor Cuomo to sign bills or the most aggressive, as he put it, police reform bill in the nation for people to do something? And this is why I'm saying in New York right now, what I'm seeing is that, yeah, you have all these elected officials yelling Black Lives Matter and all of this stuff, but they're only doing it. Because it's the politically correct thing to do right now. And they want your vote. And if they have not learned anything else in 2020, they learn what the power of the vote can do. So the same way that you're being voted in, we'll vote your ass right back out. Mm. And we'll put somebody else there. And if they don't do what they're supposed to do, we'll vote their ass out too. You know? And this is what people have to understand. You know?
1: Question. How could people help you? People that's watching this show, what could... What could they do to assist in your fight, your mission, your goals, and, and obtaining justice for Kenneth Chamberlain Sr.?
0: You know, what I do right now is, you know, a lot of stuff that I'm doing, I post it on social media. Okay. Um, You're going
1: to have his name and everything under know, the joint, right?
0: I put all of that on Facebook for people to see. And I always just ask, if you see me post something, share it. Because when you share it, then your base is going to see. It's that it. simple. They share it, their base is going to see. You That's know, I've be- been talking about because <laughs> mainstream media is not going to talk about Kenneth Chamberlain Jr. unless I'm out there doing some violent act. Fact. Now, if I was out there going, justice for Kenneth Chamberlain Sr. and destroying property, oh, yeah, news would be there. They'd be talking to me every day. You know, but well, nah, that's not what I'm doing. Facts. I'm sitting down. I'm part of task force. I'm sitting on boards. I'm working to affect positive change. You know, I'm talking about mechanisms that we can put in place. You know, I'm speaking to these elected officials. Nah, he's just doing regular stuff. Yeah. You know, so they're not really going to talk about
1: that. Yeah, I think that we need the, um There's a lot of people out there that want to help.
0: You know, and then I got my 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 Instagram page as well. You know, what's your Instagram? Um, um, my Instagram is b h uh, j underscore north k. Okay. Um, you know, I, I I try to keep that one just to be my little personal one, but it seemed yeah. like that's that's becoming the more joint. more uh. Just like my Facebook page I say my Facebook page Is no longer mine It's the people's page You know So I don't even really post Too much Personal feelings Personal stuff On (laughs) On my Facebook page Like you might look At my Instagram page And be like Oh I did this I did that You know um, They're two separate pages now You know But I mean listen The only way that, Like I said We're gonna see any real change Is that You know people got to understand, your fight is my fight. Mm -hmm. You know, I keep telling people, you know, when you look at the three major religions, you look at Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Okay? They all say the same thing. Same book. They all say the same thing. Abraham and all three. Okay? And I keep telling people, what's the main name that you see in all three books? And anybody want to say Jesus? I said, no, Abraham. Mm -hmm. Abraham is the name. I said, but, you hear in Judaism, you hear what is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor. Facts, okay. In <laughs> Islam, you hear none of you truly believes until you want for your brother and sister that what you want for yourself. In Christianity, doing the others that you would have. Simple, to you.
1: same thing. I it's like I said, it's so scary what's happening because Sheenie. on my way here. I'm just, like, going to... Sometimes I'll just talking to myself, man, because I'll just be, like... And that subject kind of came up because I'm, like, when you look at that Bible, and we ain't gonna get all into that, but I, people, like... Because I was talking about... The, thinking about the Egyptian aspect and Moses, and I was, like, it, the thought came across my mind. I'm, like, yo, like, Moses was really, like, the first spook by the door, like... Because he, he, he was in Pharaoh's house, like... Mm-hmm. He was the spook that didn't even realize he was the spook. So when you come out of there and you start to see the similarities between the Ten Commandments and then the Book of the Dead, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have not killed and I have not stolen. And it's like you'll have people that will take that information and be like, oh, this isn't real because this comes from. Listen, my God has the power of reaching all people. If you think that your people is the only people that's supposed to see salvation, you're crazy. You think God didn't save Egyptians the same way he saved Israelites and saved everybody else? You see what I'm saying? You think that that truth wouldn't have permeated through every other culture? We so so focused on trying to find ways to separate, Mm -hmm. to find the differences in each other, not realizing that the core of what we believe really links us together as a family.
0: Instead of looking at the similarities I tell people that Hey
1: man Like it's funny I, I swear to God Before we was pulling up Like that was really on my heart Cause I'm just like Yo like How do people feel like That's an excuse Or that's a, a Evidence that God isn't real Because you're seeing Listen I don't care if you're talking about Jesus and that solstice I don't care if you're talking about A, a Santa Claus A sin. Like when, And you breaking down The winter solstice in the spring Listen at the end of the day If it's talking about The sun The stunt in my belief, the sun isn't acting by nature; it's acting off of obedience because there's a God that controls it. So, regardless of how you spin in this stuff, you get what I'm saying. It's still a one system. It's still a one love, right? And everything that's happening now is being designed to separate that, to have us not looking at that. And they're getting so it's getting so real now. It's down to the physical side of it. Where they don't even want touch us touching; they six feet apart, and it's. You know, it's 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 getting dangerous, man. But uh um,
0: people, there's a song KRS-One did back in the day called Why Is That? Mm. That was the name of the song. I always tell people, listen to that song. I'm like, you want a quick lesson on the Bible? Listen to that song, Why Is That? by KRS-One. That's all you got to do. Got you. He I breaks can. it down in that song. Why is that? Why K- is K- that? You know? Nah, that's so um, nah, when we get off this air, we can play it real quick. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know? You know, yeah. but but you know, I like the vibe of this show, like you said. It's like you just kind of going wherever the conversation yeah. Take you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's like real man conversations. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like we can be talking about one thing, and all of a sudden we in another conversation, and then you in another conversation.
1: But I mean, this is how you drop jewels, facts. You know, this is how you drop them. That we can't. Um, that's why I try not to. Even I said I'm send you some questions and so I'm like, it was funny because I didn't send the questions because of the same like we should say before we started up. You was like niggas, people be like, yo, are any, uh, any questions off limits, like, like if it's a question, I will tell you in the middle of your show. <laughs> nah, yeah. like, we, I'm not I don't choose, like real man shit, and that's why I was like. But I told you, I said, Yo, I'm going to send you some questions over and stuff. But I was just like, first, this is fam. And second of all, like, if it's off the uh-huh. lip, you know what I mean? Like, but we go with the vibes here, man. And I, I just, I really, I really appreciate you being here. You know what I'm saying? But more importantly, I appreciate what you're doing outside of here. Because, like, um, a lot of, I don't, I hear a lot how Malcolm wasn't appreciated. As much as he was Until afterwards Martin didn't get the streets Until afterwards And and, um,
0: Well listen He only had
1: Five Six years I
0: forgot how What percentage I used to know Off the top of my head Of the percentage Of the black clergy That was supporting Dr. Martin Luther King At that time It was a very low number Yeah Okay But they all now Yeah Talk about Dr. King
1: Yeah facts
0: Okay But they considered him A radical Yeah Back then we That's why
2: it. A Letter to a Birmingham Jail Is still like my favorite you know? Writing mm. In the world Cause he's, it's really A disc record
0: You know <laughs> So you have yeah. So you have What's this called?
2: Letter from a Birmingham Jail Where he addresses the clergy mm-hmm. mm. From jail Letters Of a Birmingham Letter from a Birmingham Jail He wrote a letter while he
1: was Oh oh, oh 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 And that's where he talks about the. He was saying how Um he was like he found out. Basically, he was saying how the the, the Democrat was worse than the Dixie. He, he said was worse than the KKK and Klansmen. Yeah, that's how he starts it out. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's a that's a powerful. That is a powerful letter. Yeah, he yeah he goes in. He goes in on everybody. He's like Tupac. I mean, he just came home. There Facts. was there <laughs> was
0: also um, a letter that a lot of people don't know about, where. Um, Dr. King went to St. Augustine, Florida because a group of segregationists was in a pool and this guy threw acid in the pool and tried to like Mm. burn them with the acid and everything. And Dr. King went down there. And when he went down there, a group of rabbis came to help him. And these rabbis all got arrested for helping Dr. King. Mm. And what they said was, they were like, well, why did you come? And the rabbi said, we came because we could not silently stand by our brother's blood. For we have done that far too many times before. Mm. But the powerful piece in all of that, in that statement, was when they said that second only to silence, the greatest danger to man is loss in faith of man's capacity to act.
1: Mm. That
0: was the powerful piece. And that mm. is the problem That I try to get people To understand You're Not like, acting You gotta do something You know You gotta do something You know That's real. You want Say that f- part again <laughs> <laughs> Say that uh, one again what? That line That powerful piece oh, Second only to silence The mm. greatest danger to man Is loss in faith Of man's capacity to act
2: you want to hear it again? <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to
2: yeah, lie. It's,
0: it's, 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 it's the truth, though, you yeah. know? And I can remember I spoke at a synagogue. And I'm going to show you how crazy it is. I spoke at a synagogue, and I opened with that and talked about that mm. because I was trying to talk about the unification that's coming together. Yeah. And when I finished, they introduced me to one of the rabbis That was at the jail In St. Augustine, Florida Mm, (laughs) mm. And he just looked at me And he smiled Mm. You know And I was like wow You know because I never really know What I'm gonna say Yeah You know It's gotta be organic I just say Whatever drops in my spirit At that time Is what I speak to I just You know Just ask that Whatever it is It will motivate it will push people. Be true. Like I say, I no longer ask for a lighter load. I ask for a bigger back and broader shoulders. Mm. You see, so it's all about perspective. Mm.
1: You see? So nah, that's a- <laughs> Yeah, I um uh, yo, Buzzy, you already know uh we gotta stay closer. I wanna, you know, definitely you know you got my. You got my hands, my feet, whatever I could put towards what you gotta go what you got going on. Um, you know, what I mean, I repost stuff and stuff like that. I know that's what you say, but that's to me, that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? I wanna, you know what I mean, whatever whatever you need from me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm able to give it, you know. It's, Listen, it's, I'm
0: I'm trying to put together a plan right now because like I said, we going on ten years now and this city is still fighting me. So I'm trying to formulate another plan of attack. The only difference is it's like I made it very clear to the city of White Plains right now, no more playing defense. Yeah. I'm on the offense now. I got the ball. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, that is the mindset that I have now, you know, is that I'm I'm on offense now. I can't be on, I play defense all this time. Yeah. You know, I let you say and do all that you wanted, you know. I I've kept a level of decorum even when you were being so disrespectful that no one would have blamed me had I flipped on you. Yeah. But I understood that as a black man who you already consider angry, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm. it's counterproductive to what I'm trying to do. So I have to be very measured in everything that I do and everything that I say, you know, because if I don't, you know Oh see See how they act
1: Yeah see, It does more you know, damage To the see, moves see, see, yeah. see,
0: see how see how the niggas act yeah. You know That's what you get You know But when I'm sitting there At that table And I'm speaking Just as eloquently To the issues As you are Point Counterpoint You know Or fact Alternative fact yeah. You know And now it's like Oh wow Oh he knows his stuff you know, I never thought that I would be on panels where people would say he is an expert in the area of police reform, yeah. you know, I never thought that you know if you would have told me nine years ago, almost ten years ago, I would be the face of a movement I'm like me nah yeah. you know, but you know there's your plans, and then there's
1: God's plans. Facts you know so uh, somebody somebody god, man, was made before you <laughs> you know so somebody real special they, they told me that um, not told me specifically but said what they pray for they say um they pray his lord force and shape me to do thy will and I, I when i heard that i was like yeah i like that because i'm not really big on praying for things for myself uh i'll be straight like god got me I always do like in that entity, be like this. You know what I'm saying. I um, and when I, I so I would always be uncomfortable with praying, mm-hmm. because it's like I don't be just wanting to be BSing while I'm in this mode, and I'm not just trying to be asking for something like I'm in a store and somebody say, "You got an unlimited amount of money to spend in here." All the whoa, can I get this? I okay. So I um, so I remember when I heard him say that, I was like um. So wow. I so, said, yeah, that's that's right up my alley. Lord, yeah, please just force and shape me to do what I will. I just, that's it when I'm being a knucklehead, when I'm not paying attention to the signs, when I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I realized in praying for that, karma whips on me a lot harder. You know what I'm saying? Because it's forcing me. It's, you know, and so a lot of times I may, I may like make plans to do stuff. And I'm I'm big on saying lot of stuff and I'm trying to find a balance with that but a lot of times I speak on what I may want to do not necessarily what's in the plans for me to do and then I'm always going to go with the flow of things even when I'm saying like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm going to always move with the flow of shit like and in the midst of that outside looking in it's hard to kind of understand what's going on here it's, can kind of be viewed lackadaisic it kind of be viewed as working off of luck or, but it's like nah this is like 32 years in with this. Like, this is how me and that power communicates. Um, I mean,
0: we we all have to have that tool or whatever, something that kind of motivates us and pushes us. Yeah. You know, like for me, it's, I believe it's John 15, where he says, you did not choose me, I chose you. you. Mm -hmm. I appointed you that you would go forth and bear fruit, and that fruit shall remain in anything you ask of the Father, you shall receive. Receive. You see what I'm saying? So... You know, when I'm out there and I'm doing what it is, I'm remembering, you know, it's like someone said to me, Kenneth Chamberlain Jr., I'm walking down the street and I look and they're like, don't you give up. And they cross the street yelling it, you know, and I look at them and they smile and then they yelled out, uh, many are called, but few are chosen, brother. Mm. You are chosen, mm. you know? And I never really understood what that meant at that time when it was first said to me. I'm like, huh? Mm. You know,
1: this huh? path.
0: You know, this so path. you know, but I get it now.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why I tell people like, I'm not afraid. You know, yeah. um, I don't think I've ever been afraid, and I think that that's you know, I say it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, you know,
1: so yeah. like yeah. because that's you know, real. that's real. You if, say if, that if,
0: if we're gonna do it, then let's do it. Like. Yeah. No matter what the situation is, if if we're going to do it, then let's do it. I don't
1: think Malcolm arrived you know? <laughs> to that point. He was born that way. You know, so... You think of him running the city as Red when you think of him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's always had that, you know, yeah, he just took, for the cause. He took Red from a different
0: situation and built it yeah. into what you see, you know? Yeah. It's like people will say to me, oh, you know, like, of course I hear Kenneth Chamberlain, you know? But I still hear yo big bro, you know, yeah. or or yo that's 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 the big homie, that's the big bro right yeah, there, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm still that person, facts. You know, I'm still that person, yeah. You know, I'm doing real big bro moves, facts. I'm doing real big homie moves, yeah. okay. I'm not telling you to do nothing ignorant. I'm not cosigning none of your nonsense, facts. Okay, if I drive down the street and I'm seeing one of your youngers walking down the street, I pulled over. Roll my window down. He's like, "What's up, big bro?" I said, "Why you ain't in school?" Um, uh, I'm I'm on my way now. Get in the car. Simple. Drove him right to the school. Said, "Go inside." Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna be out here condoning you doing Fox, some Fox. nonsense. I'm supposed to be elevating. you. That's it. You know, I'm saying if I'm <laughs> at this level, I need you at this level. Mm. I need you to surpass me, not be underneath me. I need you to surpass me. And this is this is what people don't understand. Like so there's no jealousy there. I'm happy for you. Yeah. If I'm here and, and you got here, and now you're here. That's where I want you to be. Right. So now you're there, you're going to bring somebody here and then they're going to go here.
1: Facts. He's talking about the steps in the last. Show.
0: You know? <laughs> so if we really building and we trying to build with each other, that's what it really that's what it's really about. That's what it's really about. So, you know, this why I answer to Kenan, big bro, big homie, Jihad. I answer to all of those. Yes. Okay? Because they're all me. Right. They're all who I am and they're all what people know me as. Right. You know? so Stay true to that. You know? But the work is all the same. You know? The work is all the same. You know? Like like, like me said, what? Well, it's levels to this. So, nice. you know, yeah. When I, I was moving on this level a long time ago, now I'm not there no more. Now I'm here. Okay. So, I can't be talking this nonsense down here being on this level right here. Right. You can't. You can't. You know? You know, I'm not going to tell you to go, "Oh, yeah, yo, you should go out there and super violate this dude right now." Nah, I'm not going to tell you that. All right, what happened? Yeah. Okay. Let's resolve. What it. happened?
1: Let's fix it. How do we fix it? You know? What I'm how saying? do we How do we get in contact or LinkedIn because I want to promote that Hundred Black Fathers. I want you to just what's the what's the route to kinda well, link it's, in it's, With what's it's,
0: going it's on? It's funny that um, while sitting here talking to you, one of the one of the people from Hundred Black Fathers <laughs> called on the phone okay. just now, and then I just saw his comment. He said, "No, that's why you didn't pick up the phone,
1: you know, yeah, 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 because
0: yeah. I he saw the little video with me and you." Okay. So um, you could go right on Facebook. And um, you can see um, 100. Um, you can see 100 Black Fathers okay. right on
1: there. Okay, you know, yeah, I want
0: definitely want the and viewers you, to come and you could go there. on and you could go on Instagram. Yep, it says 100 Black Fathers Inc. on Instagram. All right. You, you see, you go right on there. All right, go on it because the whole point is is we want people in other states to pick up on it too.
1: Facts, facts.
0: Like we got a brother in North Carolina. That's working down there with it, you know? Gotcha. So it's like, let's say you're here and you say, we want to start it here. Boom. It's like, so now you got a 100 Black Fathers Inc. chapter in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You got a chapter in Maryland. You got a chapter in New York. You got, you know, and it's like now, who knows? Yeah. You know, the vision could be one day where well, we have a big 100 Black Fathers convention somewhere yeah, yeah. and you got black fathers from all over.
1: Yeah, I like that. You
0: know, all over this country who all come together because, see, we can't allow them to minimize the role of the black male in the black family anymore. Mm. You know, mm. we can't do that. You know, and yeah, we got to stop calling our women bitches mm-hmm. and calling them queens. Start calling yeah, them queens. Gotta get better. How you doing, queen? Thanks. How are you today, queen? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know. And I mean, work. I ain't going to sit there and act like I ain't never used that word. Okay? Yeah, so work. before somebody look at it, oh, yeah, like you ain't never said it. Yes, I have said it before. Okay? I have said it. Yeah. I don't say it now. You know? But I have said it in the past. But I try to be whenever I'm talking to uh, black women. I
1: try to refer to them as queen. Facts, you know. Facts. Got to keep them on that pedestal, you know. So, yeah, that we that energy, what you want, because all of that. That's that's what we emulate. We trying to emulate here. That's what we try to present here. That's the narrative we want to push. It's. You're threatening to what's going on, and that's what we want to do. We want to threaten this shit, man. I, like I said, man, I, I really appreciate you being here. You know, I love you to death, man. Um, I'm gonna bring. We gotta bring you back on here because I want to break down. We gonna do one. We gonna do a show specifically on prison reform. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's good to have an expert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> on the show with that because a lot of people here those terms don't really understand. And I wanna save that for a whole show. I think that's very important. You got people out here fighting for something they don't even understand. Right. And I don't even want to start criticizing it until I understand it, right? So I um, yeah, we definitely gonna bring you on. But I I definitely, I just I I genuinely, truly appreciate you being here. Mad love, cuz you already, you already know the, the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Know that. Thank you for um being a vessel, man. We wanna give you your flowers here. Anybody we have here that's, you know, that's out there on the front lines that's really fighting for our people, you know, you are elder by age, but you are elder by action. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that that right there, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's powerful. It's verily verified, man. And that's where we're going. We're going to chop it here. Thank everybody for coming out, for um, just sitting around, building with us, learning from us, from... Um, Learning from our guest on the show, man. We we literally here for y'all. Like we could take the information that we have, and go live off somewhere off off the grid, and you know what I'm saying. And, and wait this shit out. You know what I'm saying. But people are really out on the front lines, and you know what I'm saying. They're really fighting. Like you know, uh, it's powerful because the brother here, he's he's fighting for something that's already happened to him to keep it from happening to you you know we have to really like digest that understand that a lot of these people are they're out here marching bearing crosses that you got no idea of so um you know i you know we thank god for people like you you know we definitely you didn't give up on the youth and you keep doing what you're doing and we're gonna keep pushing that that's the narrative that we like pushed here you know we're gonna have nothing but black kings and queens on this show you know and um you know what I'm saying? Always good to have my bro Mo Rich in the building. Always um, mediating, keeping things on point. This one, we ain't even really get too wild with it. It was, it just flowed just perfectly. <laughs> it definitely did, but um, it's another episode of Verily Verified. Make sure you check this out on all platforms. You like, you subscribe. Yeah, I ain't even tell you to like. If you don't like it, click down like. You know what I'm saying? That button there too, man. But it shows that you engaged. It shows that you're a part of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? If you do leave a dislike, leave a comment as to why. let us, let us dialogue, man. Let's make this, let's make this comfortable and uncomfortable at the same time. All right. God bless y'all. Stay safe, man. Take it easy. Peace.